Good evening. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. I'm Pastor Eric Tritton, and today is Friday, May 15th. And as we begin our evening devotions, we begin with words of comfort from Isaiah 32, verse 2. O God, you are like a hiding place from the wind, a shelter from the storm, like streams of water in a dry place, like the shade of a great rock in a weary land. We pray. O God, my Savior and Redeemer, I come to you this evening grateful for all your blessings, yet knowing that in many ways I have shown myself unworthy of your forgiveness. Yet my hope is in this. Jesus came to save me while I was still a sinner. Your grace and love moved you to rescue me before I was even aware of my sin and its deadly nature. Confident that you have chosen to deal with me through your forgiveness and mercy without consideration to my lack of merit, I humbly confess my sins to you, praying for your forgiveness. I am all too aware of some of my sins, and I confess them to you. Of some of my sin, I am unaware, but you know, and I plead guilty before you, trusting Jesus' sacrifice to atone for my sin and for his blood to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Forgive me, O Lord, and give me joy in your love and salvation for Jesus' sake. Amen. Our catechism reflection this evening is, again, the first commandment, you shall have no other gods. What does this mean? We should fear, love, and trust in God above all things. Luther explains this commandment this way in the large catechism. Yeah, there's a, there's a large catechism. Uh, we'll mostly use the small, but uh, there's a large one too. To have a God is nothing else than to trust and believe in that one with your whole heart. As I have often said, it is the trust and faith of the heart alone that makes both God and an idol. If your faith and trust are right, then your God is the true one. Conversely, when your trust is false and wrong, there you do not have the true God. For these two belong together, faith and God. Anything on which your heart relies and depends, I say, that is really your God. The intention of this commandment, therefore, is to require true faith and confidence of the heart, which fly straight to the one true God and cling to Him alone. What this means is, see to it that you let me alone be your God. Never search for another. In other words, whatever good thing you lack, look to me for it and seek it from me. I, I myself, will give you what you need and help you out of every danger. Only do not let your heart cling to or rest in anyone else. So that it may be understood and remembered, I must explain this a little more plainly by citing some everyday examples of the opposite. There are some who think that they have God and everything they need when they have money and property. They trust in them and boast in them so stubbornly and securely that they care for no one else. They too have a God, mammon by name, that is, money and property, one on which 
they set their whole heart. This is the most common idol on earth. Those who have money and property feel secure, happy, and fearless, as if they were sitting in the midst of a paradise. On the other hand, those who have nothing, doubt, and despair, as if they knew of no God at all. We will find very few who are cheerful, who do not fret and complain if they do not have mammon. This desire for wealth clings and sticks to our nature all the way to the grave. I want to repeat that earlier part where Luther is speaking for God and says, whatever good thing you lack, look to me for it and seek it from me. I, I myself will give you what you need and help you out of every danger. That is the promise that God keeps as Christ goes to the cross for us. He goes right to the root of all that brings sorrow, danger, and death into our lives and defeats it because he is our God who does us good and provides us with refuge in every trouble. So we cling to his promises, looking ahead to the day that God will finish what he has started and make all things right again. We pray and lead us not into temptation. Father in heaven, you tempt no one. Please guard and keep us so that the devil, the world, and our sinful nature may not deceive us or mislead us into false belief, despair, and other great shame and vice. Although we are attacked by these things, we pray that we may finally overcome them and win the victory through Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you so much for being with me this evening. May God bless you with peaceful rest. And when you wake up in the morning, I hope you'll join me for a morning devotion.